Okay, welcome to the Punch Touch Podcast. Real fans, real talk. We dissect, dive deep and discuss juicy bits of gossip and news from the world of boxing and MMA. I'm Coach T, I'm your host and welcome to a crazy ride of adventure. Real fans, for the fans. Let's go! Hey, it's the Punch Touch Podcast. It's the Punch Touch Podcast. Welcome, welcome to Punch Touch Podcast. This is episode number 10. I am your host, Coach T. I have with me a super duper guest, the farmer, Rico. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing really, really well. And I'm uh, glad to be here yet again on this wonderful show. And hopefully I can put some some input into today's um, uh, broadcast. I think you will. I, th- I think you will. The insights that you've got, and we, we've had a conversation privy to this to this episode. And by the way, folks, this episode, this is number 10, and this episode is called The First Ever, because what we witnessed, what I witnessed was the first ever, and it got downplayed. Um, I'm still frustrated that it wasn't mainstream boxing news. What this man has accomplished, Josh Taylor, in, in less than 20 fights, what he has accomplished is extraordinary. Um, let's, let's break this down, guys. So we had a fight over the weekend. We had a Southpaw versus an Orthodox. The Southpaw was Taylor, Josh Taylor versus Ramirez. Um, Josh Taylor has 17 fights, no losses. Ramirez is 26 fights, no losses. These guys are no joke. No joke. Uh, Josh Taylor's got 13 uh, KOs and Ramirez has got 17 KOs. They were fighting for four belts, the WBA, the WBC, the WBO and the IBF. And you've got the Ring Magazine belt, which is, uh, I prefer the magazine than, than the belt itself. But nevertheless, it was there, it was there. It was a really good fight, really great fight. And um, Josh won. Uh, Farmer, Rico, please could you give our audience, a bit of an insight into the gravity of what this man has accomplished. I'm going to echo what you said, coach. Um, and I'm going to be a little bit stronger than what you said. In fact, it's a disgrace, people. It's a disgrace that the boxing fraternity have not um, gathered pace to support this man. I don't know where he was. He from Scotland. Um, I, I don't know what it is. You're talking... Um, once in our lifetime, undisputed, remember people, undisputed, that means he collects all four belts, the WBA, the IBF, WBO, and the WBC. He has all four belts. It's the fifth time um, it's done in the last 30 years, because admittedly, um, 1988, the WBO was sanctioned, but it wasn't recognized to roughly 2005. So for many, many years, there's three belts. But since then, it's been four belts, and he's the only Brit that's only done it. He's, as I said, he's, he's in the realms of five people have done it in the last 20 years. Now, one was Jermaine Taylor. The other was um, Bernard Hopkins. Um, the other was, that was Josh Taylor. Alludes me yeah. at the moment, but five have done it. And just that, he's from Britain, and it's one of the great achievements probably ever. All these great world champions we rave about, and Josh Taylor, not just that, he's he's propelled himself into the Hall of Fame. Yes, I said it, into the Hall of Fame. And his achievements, doing it under 20 fights. 
He won a boxing series, which was very competitive with up-and-coming fighters. And now he's taken out a very strong Mexican. Um, he brings, brings tenacity and bravery and physicality to the sport. And Josh technically outboxed him. So, yeah, uh, that's what you said, Coach T. It's been a crying shame. You go across the tabloids, you hardly hear anything. Not just that. In the fight itself, he had to deal with that idiot referee, Mr. Bayless, who tried to... Yes, Kenny, Kenny Bayless. Kenny Bayless, who tried to deduct points and gave him a hard time. And he went in the backyard, in the backyard, an American fighter in, in that region, Amer an American-Mexican fighter, and judges were against him as well. If he never had his do knockdowns, he probably would have lost or draw at worst. So he produced the goods in a melt in a boiling steam room of someone's backyard, all against the odds. And yes, from Bonnie Old Scotland. If he was from London or Manchester, we'd be raving about it. The news would be pouring. He is without question, without question, probably our top two pound for pound greatest fighters. And I like to argue have someone to argue that with me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a good point there. That's a very good point. Um, I mean, he's what he's accomplished in less than twenty fights, and and against all those odds, like you've just mentioned there as well. Referee was being real picky. He's in the backyard. You know, he's you know the judges are gonna uh, be slightly swayed by whoever has organised them to be there in the first place, and yeah. I mean, it was amazing. And it was a good fight. It was a genuinely really good tear-up. It was a good fight. It was a high-level fight. High-level. There was a lot of uh, games being played. A lot of technical expertise was on show. There was a lot of guts on show as well. A lot of guts, a lot of effort. Because uh, Josh had to swallow some big, heavy shots. And so did Ramirez swallow some big and heavy. And some of the shots he couldn't swallow. And that's why he got dropped. It, it was a really, really good fight. And, and you know, kudos to the man. You're, you're absolutely right, though. It is... um. It is slightly disgusting that there is no, there's not more airplay. This guy should have a lot more airplay for what he's done, you know? I, I, I'm not sure, um, Coach T, if there's a large prejudice within the British um, organisation, boxing organisation. The reason why I say that, I mean, fans are fans, admittedly, they should know better, but is it because he's got a coach who's meant to be, a, a inverted commas, a fitness instructor, who's now just crawl to the top of Mount Everest as <laughs> probably one of, one of our greatest um, pedigree of a coach. Let's be honest. Look at his pedigree in the last 26 months. Tyson Fury. Um, Josh mm. Taylor. Um, um, oh, He's Devin, with Devin Haney now, isn't it? Devin, Devin Haney's requested him. Requested, and he also worked with Billy Joe. So that's not yes. a pretty good resume for a guy who's meant to be a, a glorified fit, fitness instructor. So, you know, whether that will have to play, I do not know. Whether he's come from Scotland, as I repeat myself again, I don't know how. And what made it worse, Coach T, we had no British broadcasting company was representative. Yeah, why didn't they bid for that? I if they did bid for it, why would not even tell people? Like, why would you not bid for that? I don't understand. If I mean, Eddie, Eddie, the links that he's got with the zone and Sky Sports and... I mean, come on. I mean, isn't there not some form of British interest in such a uh, in such a big fight, a big title fight? Massive. And why would you not bid for that? that I don't understand. Maybe there is some 
Um, me and you were speaking about this before. Maybe there is some colonial prejudice going on here. I, I just don't get it. I, we can rave about Joe Kawasaki. Cross, Joe was great. But he, he held a WO and one other. He was no undisputed, nowhere near it. Uh, we can rave about Ricky Hatton. Two belts, never, nowhere near undisputed. You know, this guy's undisputed. The only last undisputed we recognised was Lennox Lewis, but that was three belts. Because as I said previous in my segue, that um, the WO was not recognised. That's the only reason. Alexu had had all the three belts. So we've had no one. I mean, I'm going to go even further, guys. Yes, I'm going to say this. His accomplishment is better than um, the great Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather never accomplished being undisputed. People need to remember that very strongly. He gave up his belts and did sideways to get to go to jump other weights, but he never became undisputed. And that is a resume of greatness. Mm. Yes. And that's where yes. that's the only thing that goes people debate with Floyd, because he was never undisputed. He can argue that he fought the best of the best at the times, fair enough, but you need to be undisputed. And sometimes when you're undisputed, as the greats in the past, they become undisputed and they also um what's the word I'm looking for? They also backed it up by fighting other fighters. To, to hold on to their belts. Mm. That's an undisputed fire. You win all four, then you take on the challenges. That's right, and you become reigning. And if you defend that, you're reigning. Undisputed reigning. Reigning. And, you know, Lennox, Lennox do it. And some of the, you know, the alleys of the world have done it. The, 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 um, the, the hagglers, you know, the greats have done it, you know. And, mm. and this man, <laughs> this man from Bonnyhole, Scotland, a, a little town outside Edinburgh, has done it. He is. It's, it's amazing, to be honest. It's amazing. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, how did he start off? He started off um, at regional level and he, he held a Commonwealth light welterweight title. Uh, I think this was from 2016 to 2017. Uh, I mean, as an amateur, he won a silver medal at a, the Commonwealth Games, which is nothing to sniff at. And he and then um, he, he won a gold, uh, I believe, at a 2014 uh, yeah. uh, edition um the guy is like he's he's done his apprenticeship we're not talking about someone that's just popped up overnight here he's been banging people and doing his graft quietly um you know people are not being really noticed like he's been underneath the radar destroying people until now i mean it's amazing what, what he's accomplished he's, it's, he's, it's amazing he's been, been a few mexicans he's been a couple of ex-world champions Barca. yes he's yes a, that's right He's, he's the new Manny Pacquiao. You know, Manny Pacquiao went for a phase of just beating all the Mexicans, you know? And mm. also, Pacquiao's his hero, his favourite fighter. And, you know, he's, what, one, two deals away to fighting a great man himself. How about mm. that? The fight, boxing hero, which is Manny Pacquiao, and he can actually step in a ring and think, oh, my God, this is the bloke I used to get up early hours in the morning to watch and, uh, and salivate and beat all these great Mexican fighters. I'm now up opposite of the ring of my hero. Do I treat him with contempt? No, I don't. I'm going to go and blast him out. But my God, I'm going to have a hug him and I'm going to share a whiskey. If, he, if he's a Christian, you might not drink it. But I'm going to tell him how much I love him. But mm. now I've beaten the great Manny Pacquiao. This, this is this is um, Roy Rovers, you know, dreams. These are dreams being fulfilled. And he's come from a very competitive background. Remember, he, um, Coach T, he um, to let the audience know, he had a Taekwondo um, background. And That's I think right. quite a good level at that as well. So he, sw he, he, he seamless, seamlessly swapped from Taekwondo, because obviously there was a footwork art, mm -hmm. and uh, 
and, and he and he he moved it and and um, honed his skills in boxing. And in a short space of time, I'm going to emphasize this, Coach G. I know I repeat myself, but I have to emphasize this. He's done it. Be a world title winner in 18th fight, 18th professional fight. Wow! Not incredible, man. That must be some form of record in itself. I mean, I ain't, I don't I know what to, to look compare that, that to. That's yeah. got to be a record in itself, isn't it? Less than 20 fights, you got all four belts. And I know, like you did, you did allude to um, the history of some of those belts when they were recognized in certain ways. But either way, in, in the four belt era, let's just call it the four belt era. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be the first one to do that in, in such a small, a short period of time. Uh, I mean, he started off with, um, remember, he started off with McGuigan's, didn't he? He started off with Barry yeah, McGuigan's, same, yeah, same uh, McGuigan, yeah. the, the Cyclone promotions. And then I believe Shane was his guy, Shane yeah. McGuigan. And um, yeah, I mean, right he did. They did. They really did. And and like you said, we've spoken about this earlier. Uh, do you remember um, when he did the uh, he did that competition? What was that with the Alley Cup? That competition, yeah, Alley Cup. The, yeah. the series. Yeah, fought some good fighters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It also took out Alhara Davis on his way. Yeah, oh, let's not forget him. that. Destroyed, and Alhara Davis was the new prospect. Absolutely destroyed yes. him. He, he did, didn't box. he? He did. He put him in his box. He put him in his box. Whether people like it or not, he did. He did. He did. He, he's taken out Regis Progress as well, which is yes. nothing to sniff at. Progress. He's a, he's a top prospect, you know, yep. and he, um, Vargas, which is an ex-world champion. That's he, right. This this guy was doing it like as the 11th Commonwealth champion as well. This is his 10th, 11th fights he was he was producing these goods. You know, his first, um, his first um, fight he had under Ben Davis, he took out this up-and-coming I think Thai guy, I can't pronounce his name. Yes, it, it was a Thai guy. You're yeah. right. It was Apolio Kong Song. Kong Song, Kong Song in the first round. And people forgetting his MO is body shots. Mm. He takes you out with body shots. That's dangerous. <laughs> you know, the knockdown he did to, but his is body shots. His body shots, mate. You know, yeah, and, I, and I love his, a body shot, man. His body fantastic. He, he, and, and he's not even reached his peak yet um no, I just that's the scary that, thing in it he, he's yeah. not even peaked yet he's not, not, even, peaked. not even peaked and i just want to love him to take out a couple more mexicans take out terence crawford i think terence crawford is there for the taking that's my personal opinion i think terence crawford as you i'm probably going off track a little bit um terence crawford's been badly badly advised and managed how can you have five killers in that division you haven't fought one of them i don't well, get that well, well, he's in. Um, it was back to what you were saying about um, him being the um, uh, the first British fighter to become an undisputed champion in the four belt era. I mean, I, I think it's after Ken Buchanan. He is he is the um. You're right. He, he was the fifth one, and, and you said Bernard Hopkins, Jermaine Taylor, and Terence Crawford is in that list, and also Orlando Usyk is in that list as well. Yeah, Usyk. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Usyk. Yeah, yeah what the cruiserweight. Yeah, and yeah. Usyk. So he's in. He's in good company, though. Oh. Rico, like he's mate. Incredible, it is incredible. And put into perspective, I know I'm gonna, I know people ain't gonna like this. Mayweather never did it, no, and he had the chance to do it, but he chased the money. He was never undisputed. People need to remember this, and everyone thinks that you know, because of he's got the limelight. Floyd Mayweather has never ever been undisputed world champion. No, no, that's true. That's very true. And and undisputed is is a part of 
it's a part of boxing. That's why it's labelled undisputed, you know. It's a part of the whole game of boxing. And if you can achieve that, wow. Absolutely wow. Amazing. And and it was a great fight. Like, like we've spoken about, it was To really... underline that, sorry, Coach, a little bit Go more. Ahead. When you say undisputed, that means you do not back away from any challenges. That's mm. what... Well, remember that, Floyd. Right? <laughs> Don't back <laughs> any challenges not not waiting six months six years fight you you take on that guy there and then that is why you are undisputed that's why sugar ray leonard and people like that have always questioned floyd's pedigree you know in a thing yeah we know he's defensive master yeah look i'm, I'm gonna go at him so as i am but um you know but <laughs> end of the day, in the day you want to be undisputed you take on all challenges that's why you get that that ring magazine that's why you get the coveted four belts and that's the reason why i'm saying it a third time yes mr mayweather didn't duck anyone our josh taylor mm, very true that's true though you know it, it, it's true what you're saying there you can't deny that still he didn't, didn't duck anyone and i think um i think you get a lot of that in boxing especially when it comes to big money fights when the money gets involved all of a sudden I, the it just feels like the money takes over the whole intention of the best fight and the best and all of a sudden it becomes a part of just trying to make a big purse trying to get trying to get paid just to get paid and you start losing the sweet science of of boxing itself especially when the best fight the best and i think money and politics polytricks then isn't that what lennox used to call it polytricks used to get in the way of shit yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, come on, man. If if you if you went round America and asked an average American, I don't think their IQ is that high. Sorry, guys, they're a little bit offensive. <laughs> <laughs> and ask about Scotland, all they think about is um, um, uh, uh, was it Braveheart? That's all they can probably say. They wouldn't know about Scotland. Some people, no, you know no, you're right. They just think of Mel Gibson, and he's not yeah. even Scottish. Exactly, and also <laughs> they mud muddle up a Scotsman with an Irishman. Do you know what I mean? And a Scotsman <laughs> in the same room. You say, "Which part of Ireland you're from?" You know, so I'm, the point I'm making: a little nation like that, you know, um, of, of of come on the heights and and put it on the map, mate. Put Scotland on the map. Go independent, Scotland. Independent because I've got John Taylor won the undisputed championship. <laughs> Yeah, is you know, or Sean, Sean Connery, they probably know Sean Connery, that's as far as it'll go for Scotland. And well done, mm. mate. Well done, you've done a fantastic job, not for Scottish, for British boxing. Where, where, where you know, you put us, you know, it's yeah, he's the only undisputed champion, stands no one else, is there? Coach wow, Jim. he is, isn't it? He is at the moment. He's the only is he the he is he's the yes. only you're absolutely right in it the only the undisputed champion Rudolph. active right now active. i mean only one in the world come on man that must push him up the table towards pound for pound in it like at the moment i mean less than 20 fights has to i don't want anyone to argue that we can all crawl for crawl for hell with crawfords who's he for is is crawford, under, is crawford still undisputed at the moment no, he's not undisputed, is he? Because remember, um, he, he used Spence... to be. He held him, but yeah, then that, didn't but he, he jumped weights in it. Yeah, he did jump weight, admittedly. Yeah, what one forty did, but currently now Josh Taylor is the only one because he he went up. Fair play, 
to, to Crawford. He went up the weights to one four one left one forty, one four seven. Because remember he, he was a one thirty five he dominated when then he went up again. So that mm-hmm. they put him as a great fight, no doubt about that. But if you're going up weights like Mikey Garcia did, mm. and you know, take on the big dogs like he took on Errol Spence and got destroyed, doesn't matter what he yep. took he took him on. And that's what um Errol Crawford should be doing, taking on the big dogs. You know, we've got Sean Porter, we've got Thurston, we got well, yeah, Danny, and we've got Errol Spence, even Nikel Brook. There's some big dogs in that division. Big dogs in that division. Why? The bet highest he's fought in that division, Mr. Crawford, was Amir Khan. Come on. Come on. Mm. You know, to be a great, and we're not saying he ain't a good fighter because he is, but to, to, to go up, you like, you have to go up and take on these challenges. Fight against Bob Arum, pay him out like Mayweather did. Get out of it. Um, do what um Canelo did. Pay your way out. Go to court. Lose the money. Get yourself out because you're still credible. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Bob Arum. Bob Arum's holding a a, 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 um, a a loose around his neck. Even the great Manny Pacquiao got away from him. Do you know what I mean? Bob Arum is is a very smart man. You know, he, he's um I believe his um background is uh, is a lawyer, isn't it? Yes, he is. Uh, a smart one at that. So when it comes to a contract, don't ramp with this man on a contract, you know? Yeah, and it's a pity because it's it stumped his, his growth. I mean, as I said, he should be fighting these guys, you know, because Errol Spencer's fought... Um, who's Errol Spencer? He's brought Danny Garcia, beat him. Mikey Garcia, beat him. He brought, he brought beat Sean Porter, he beat him. He hasn't done it, but Kel Brook, he's fought four out of five and beat them. The only person mm. left for him, oh, he's going to take on Manny Pacquiao now, which is, I, I, I'm not saying it ain't going to be a competitive fight, but, you know, he was 12, 13 years difference there. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I'm not too crazy about that fight, no, to be I'm honest. Not. I, I, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I'll watch it and it'll be interesting. And, and Manny says that he's going to, ironically, he's going to, um, he thinks it's speed that will unravel um, Earl. Speed. And this is coming from, uh, how old is he? 42 years 42. old? 42. 42 um, years old, and he's talking about being faster than his opponent. That is quite impressive. <laughs> and the thing is, you talk to um, uh, um, uh, Bradley, you talk to Thur- Thurman, they're all say the same. They, it's angles, it's his angles and speed. Mm. And, speed. Uh, and he was motivated to fight those two Lions. He was motivated. Because let's be honest, you got Timothy Bradley got robbed the first one. That was a joke. You know, mm. uh, he takes it. He's, Humanity, humility is, is unbelievable how he took that. And, and and that Australian guy, how he never won that fight. It's beyond belief. The Thorn, Jeff Horn, whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Horn. He yeah. beat him down, man, and he lost that. That was ridiculous. And I think Bob Arum was behind things like, I'm sorry, I really do believe that. Bob Arum uh, no. probably get me for, um, put a lawsuit against me, <laughs> This <laughs> um, interview after was very, very center light. I'm sorry to see the great man. He, he was very, very um, pushing Rob um, Jeff to fight um, his man Crawford. And it, it yeah, and, and he did. And and, and um, remember when Jeff Horn did fight Crawford? Crawford kind of done him in still. Yeah, he did. And it, but Crawford haven't had any big fights. You've got to fight the big fights. Why don't they just set this up? Everyone to make lots of money, all the broadcasting, they can come to a deal. You have to have Errol Spence and Crawford. 
to cement that era. Mm, it, it would be good. I think there's a lot of people looking for that. I'd, I'd personally, I, I think Errol would be a bit too big for for Crawford, but Crawford can box very well, and he's skillful. He's skillful. There's no doubt. He's skillful. But as you know, um, Coach T, longer you leave it, pace goes. There's an example when Kelbrook. Yeah, like stale milk. Stale milk, you know, and you've got Manny Pacquiao Mayweather. Should have fought five years previous, you know, mm. things like that. You've got to have them in their prime. You've got to have them in their prime and they're active and. Look, you know, it gives us, salivates us. You never seen the greats ducking each other, did we? The Durans of the world coming up two weights and taking on the big guns. He didn't duck anyone. You know, Hitman Hearns, he didn't duck anyone. You know, yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard didn't duck. Sugar Ray Leonard took on the beast of the beast. He went up a weight and he was out for two years with retina problems. He come back and took on the great Marvin, Marvis Hagler. What a fight that was, you know? Yeah. They, they, they didn't duck each other that the great the great fighters of that era didn't duck didn't duck one another uh, and and speaking of ducking people and and great fighters um what do you think about this current um debacle this current piece of stupidness which is happening with regards to uh aj and fury and and as far as i know put it this oh. way this is this is this is how i feel about it i personally i admire fury as a boxer i think he's unique the the stature of the man like physical he's a he's a very big man and he can box very well and he's very elusive and he uses his attributes so well which makes him hard to fight against nevertheless however i'm appalled and disgusted about his his uh jumped on his soapbox and he was chatting a lot of shit chatting a lot of shit and behind the scenes I mean, you cannot be telling people that you've spoken to the royal Saudi family and the fight has been done and you're still in contract. You're actually, you're, you're, you're going through a whole contract negotiations at the moment, trying to get out of your contract with a guy that says that you owe him another fight, which is Deontay Wilder. And, and remember, in, you can't, when you, it, I got sucked in, but you can't get out of that contract. Think about it. If people are saying that Wilder wants step aside money, I reckon, I reckon he don't want no money. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. If he wanted to step aside money, he would have had the money ages ago. Personally, I think Wilder wants the belt and he wants some retribution because he got his ass handed to him. That's why. Yeah, we're not talking about somebody that wants mm -hmm. step aside money. We're talking about a multimillionaire and step aside money. ain't. It's not the same for a multimillionaire. If you ain't a multimillionaire and you offered M's, you know, it's different. But, you know, let's just put it into perspective now. This guy don't want no step aside money. He wants to brock up fury because he got beaten up that's what he wants and the fact that he doesn't want step aside money is the reason why they're trying to wrangle out of this contract because they don't want to fight him again to be honest it's not it doesn't make as much money and it's a dangerous fight for fury it's still a dangerous fight well, i mean what i do you can't think? see the win for fury in this can't see it i'm disappointed because i don't believe he didn't know because i mean he did know you come on rico you yeah. know he knew free <laughs> days after he said oh, i spoke to the royal saudi family three days after that it was your lawyers your lawyers and your lawyer no they haven't got side street lawyers let's be honest they got hired. no no he spent millions on lawyers i heard he spent millions on lawyers and i'm pretty sure you would have spent millions on step aside money for wilder before the millions on the lawyers and the fact that wilder didn't want no step aside money you had to put those millions on the lawyers to try and get out the contract so you could get 155 mil yeah, I sat and thought about this, coach. I mean, I did, I was quite angry and disappointed and I put sort of the finger on Tyson Fury. And you made a good point about there's an ego and a pride here. And Wilder doesn't have to. He, he's exercised his rights. 
Because it's the contract. That was the contract. That's the contract. And he's thinking, why are you Brits are going to earn 190 million? It was 190 million for the... Was I was think they were going to carve up 155. 55. And it, as you know, when you say 155, you add some more, don't you? Because when, mm-hmm. when when the frenzy gets closer, it's going it's to be the pay-per-view is going to go through, especially from the British side of things. Yep. The whole yep. of Britain. So, and sponsorships know, and all that crazy stuff. And I, I, I imagine that would have smashed the pay-per-views, mate, because the whole of Britain would be watching that. And we are a big boxing fan. I suppose the Mexicans are, are big boxing fans and the Americans. So that would have, that would have, that would have um, operated a huge, huge... Um, audience out there so he's probably thinking I'm going to scarper it and he's within his rights and he has <laughs> he has I, yeah and, and I, I'll be honest with you I don't I'm just assuming what both of us me and you are assuming because we're not yeah. within this man's head so we don't know he knows himself better than anybody else but um, I I think his intention is to have it out with Fury I think he got beaten so bad he's never been that's never been done to him before he was riding he was riding a cloud a cloud nine he got lucky with that first fight to be honest and and the second time they had a fight he got he got his ass handed to him he got beaten up first time in his professional career he got beaten up in front of millions and I don't think he wanted it's not I don't think he wants the money I think he wants some form of retribution honestly yeah it wasn't just a beat up you know when you ragdoll somebody he Beat, imagine he he beat up people up when he was a young lad and come for the boxing. That's how he did other people. Well, you've got a highlight reels shows shows us that, and he not just got beaten up as in knocked out wise. He got manhandled. He did get manhandled. Like, where's it's your like, lunch money? Where's your lunch money? Give me that biscuit. Like, what you did? Like, like an angry father coming home and <laughs> manhandling his teenage boy when he's coming up with his big chest in your in front of you, like you he doesn't hear what you're saying. You know, when a, a father have to manhandle him, you know? And that's how mm. it was. He was manhandled like a little boy. And each time he presses that button and watches those highlights, he, and say he rubs his face off, he's going to say, who the hell is getting beat like that? Hang on a minute, let's add your face. Oh my God, it's me. Do you know what mm. I mean? He got manhandled and humiliated. So he can't walk the streets of America. And the funny thing about this, right, Coach T, this is the funny thing. He had no notoriety. But he got notoriety by losing. How weird mm, is that? Mm. He could have walked the streets of America, no one would have recognized him. But people recognize him now because he got manhandled. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. And it, and it was in front of everyone. Yeah, it's like, you know. the fame and you got the fame, but not being famous for knocking out 30 odd opponents. You got the fame by being manhandled. Yeah. 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 He got exposed. He got exposed. Honestly, he got he got exposed like like you know it's it's the equivalent of you know thinking that you're you're by yourself in your bedroom and and you're picking your nose or you're playing with yourself and, and before you know it, it's a surprise party and your grandparents are there watching you. You know you just <laughs> you just you got he got exposed. Oh, he did. Mate. <laughs> he he and, did. He got and he doesn't. That's I think that's the reason why farmer. You don't want what, no step aside money. Yeah. You don't want no money. And when your grandparents say, what is that? You say, oh, it's glue. It's glue. It's glue. It's glue. It's glue, granddad. It's glue. It's glue. Honest, honest to God, glue. And your be careful then, son. Be careful with that. Don't stick too hard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I'm not, I must admit, that's, it's sad. I'm not happy with how um, Mr. Tyson Fury has handled himself there because you didn't need to chat so much. And the things that you were being honest to everyone, 
Like you could have all no. those things that you could have said, you could have said, you know what, at the moment, I can't talk too much about it, but we're going for a case, blah, blah, blah. But you're, t- you're talking about, oh, I've spoken to the Saudi family and it's on. And it, no, come on, come on, man. You, you yeah. sucked everyone in. You Not even Joshua was talking like that, to be honest. Like, yeah, they, I, I, yeah, Joshua's disappointed. I mean, he's just, he's come out and said it. He, he's, what's it, something about a charity case? He, uh, he could have stepped aside, he could have done this and, but as I said to a friend of mine, I haven't heard Tyson moan about it. Because he, he hasn't moaned about it though. That's what. That's what. Because they knew. Because they knew. Yeah. He knew. He knew. He, knew. he moaned about the hay, didn't he? He, ho- he yes. moaned about um, Mr. Hay. True. Um, you know, he moaned about other fighters. Um, you know, he, he, as a dosser, as his famous is, the dossers. You know, he's moaned mm. about a lot of people, but he hasn't moaned once to say, "Oh, I don't want to fight you." Bro. No, he just okay. I'm gonna knock. And he's turned around and said, right, I'm going to beat you like I beat you last time. Because he, he ain't got no choice. The only choice he has is either vacate that belt. And if you vacate the belt, you ain't got shit. Yeah? You ain't got shit. <laughs> or were you going to make up some some brand new Gypsy King belt or some bullshit like that? You ain't, if you vacate, you either vacate the belt and you're not really going to be worth much all to anyone because really Joshua wants to get the, he wants to get it undisputed, you know? Um, and then what? You either fight him or you vacate the belt. So he has no choice. And and less than 10 hours, Farmer, it was less than 10 hours they had a date. They had a date already. They knew, man. No, they man. knew. I mean, I, I mean, personally, for me, if it was me, and I'm obviously not in Tyson's shoes, I'm obviously, you know, he's a great fighter. I would have vacated the belt, boss. It's Coach T. Mm. I would have vacated the belt, fight Joshua. And beat him. Then, but would Joshua struck. want to fight him though? If he vacates the belt, what's what's the point for Joshua though? Like, what is the point? It would have given it because he's he, the lineal rights because he says he's the lineal world champion. He breaks. Yeah, down. but that's not the same as having the belt. I agree. Though. I agree. Oh, come on, a lineal. What's that? Like an imaginary yeah. belt? <laughs> the man who the man who beat the man who beat the man. But but the thing is, <laughs> the, man the thing is, the man though, who beat T, the man. Yeah, the thing is, Coach T, I hear what you're saying. But the gravitation of that fight would have been enormous still, and the monetary. So you would have been in a win-win if you're confident, because I think he's he's got strong capabilities of being Joshua. If you box from the outside, quite comfortable, in my opinion. But we don't know, you know. Um, you definitely have that. He has the ability, I should say, to do that. See, so beats Joshua, then you go on the table with Wilder. He's a winner, win-win-win all round. Because mm, remember. See. His contract, he's got another daft contract, which I think the boxing of, of federations need to stop this because his contract with him and uh Joshua, from if you can remind me, um, Coach T, it wasn't a free fight deal, so the yes. belt would have been held, the belt would have been held to ransom for two, two, two over two years. You can't, yeah, have- it, it, I think it would have been a free fight deal, but even, even that contract that he was about to get in with Joshua, when you think about it, it's a bit naughty because you're not even out of your first contract that you're you're battling over, you're taking a piss. Yeah, like, it, think about it. That is uh, not good. They're holding, they're holding those belts to ransom. What about the under the people underneath them? Do you know what I mean? Because you could be fighting mm. for the number one spot. You, you know, you could be um out in the cold for a while. So I don't I don't think it's fair. I don't like I don't like it. You're holding that for ransom. You beat someone, may have a not on about I don't I don't really not against a um a return fight, but not a free fight deal. It shouldn't be it shouldn't happen. Down the line, I don't agree with that. You hold you where's the opportunity for 
everybody else to, to, well, to... It's, it's to keep the cake in it. It's to keep the cake. And, and I think that was part of the um contract that sounds like, well, I'm not privy to it, but it sounds like a very similar contract to what he's in at the moment with Wilder, which was a free fight. I believe it was a free fight contract. And there was also a rematch clause that yeah. Wilder and every champion should have that in it. Like it, just in case it doesn't go my way. Is a yeah, rematch yeah, clause. I hear you. I hear you with that. But you know, um, but at the same time, um, Coach T, I think the Americans and the Mexicans, yes, I said the Mexicans are behind this cabal because they do not want the belts, all four belts, mine, going to the UK and Europe. Mm. Well, I hear, I hear you, but there's, I mean, you, you know, you got a fair point there, but you know what? Fury did sign that contract. Yeah. I'm That's bad. the thing. That's the thing, Rico. It, it takes two. It takes two, and he's definitely part of that glue that takes two. And he signed a contract, and Wilder don't want no step aside money, so he's gonna have to fight him. And I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a very dangerous fight for Mister Fury because it, Wilder is not gonna, motivated. he's not gonna be the same animal. No, he's not he's gonna be the same. Motivated, mate. He's motivated. Yeah, yeah. It it's like also, he got depressed also, after he lost. Yeah, he did. It can also make Tyson Fury. In the next three to four of his fights, an all-time he's on the it won't be far off. The Lennox Lewis and Muhammad Ali. I don't and know about that. Back. I don't know about that because no, his resume is not that great. I mean, his resume is not that great. He, Who's he fought, really? Who's he fought? He fought. He fought an old Klitschko. Um, yeah, but he, and and Wilder, isn't it? Won nearly every round. You got to put in perspective, though, coach. Yeah, we were right. But he won every round, and that's what he, got, he robbed the first, and he won every round against the second fight. He yeah, dominated. but, but he who dominated. else has he fought, Farmer? Who else? Who else? has he fought any of the Eastern European old guard apart from Klitschko? Pulevs, Pavekin. No, he, he need to, does he? Because he took on the best and he beat the best convincingly. Do you know what mm, I mean? I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I personally, struggled. I think Joshua. Joshua struggled against him. Joshua struggled against him, didn't he? What well, uh, Klitschko? You yeah. know what? I'll be honest with you. That Klitschko that turned up weren't the same Klitschko that turned up for Fury. I, psh, that they look like two different creatures. I, Klitschko, he took a bloke who's taller than him, who got ring IQ, and yeah. every time Klitschko wanted to do that famous job, he nullified him. Klitschko he threw like him. twenty, twenty odd punches in that fight. That's it was yeah. He, he can. It's madness. He, that, so you got to say that's a massive display. A well, mass I'd, I'd I'd say more. It was a, a gypsy magic thing. I, I don't think Klitschko <laughs> turned up. He did. He did some some gypsy magic thing, boy. It, uh, even as oh, no, this is not my brother. Like <laughs> he just nullified him brilliantly. He really, really did. And 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 you know, everyone's they put in front of him. He's made easy work, man. Yeah, but it's still, I still think his, I still think his record is not great. I don't think his resume is great. I think his resume is similar to Billy Joel's resume. It's not that great. It's not that great. Who've fought a lot of unknown people, to be honest. Um, I, I think, I do think that Joshua has a much more decent resume than Fury. I really do. Like, I think Joshua's fought a more of opponents throughout his career than Fury has. You know, you've got Shazora. Shazora's fucking difficult for everybody. He took out Shazora twice, easy. Even he even got Shazora in the second fight, turned around and bumped it, bum bum rubbed him. He was a magnificent display of boxing. 
But would you call? But what are we talking about? We we talk about Tesoro being an elite or Tesoro being a, 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 a one of those gatekeepers now. Let's be yeah, real. Gate, Let's gate, be yeah, real. yeah, okay. But he's given everyone in a hard time. He got robbed with a European that guy from Finland. That was a disgrace. He, he gave. He, he you know he gave. Um, David Hay was given a hard time. He just oh, if he just didn't. He was given David Hay. Gave um, Juno White. He's given um, who's a, a, a New Zealand guy Parker. Everyone goes in with him. His attack on was a great fight. He gives people tough times. Usage, you know, these guys, you've got to really dig in deep against him. But Tyson Fury fought him twice and made it look easy. The only difficult fight Michael um, Tyson Fury has ever had in my eyes is against, my, um, my, oh, God, he called him McNugget. God. What, what, Cunningham? When Cunningham dropped him? No, no, not Cunningham. Not on a, um, a British lad. Oh, an East End London boy, um, McDermott. Really, yeah, McDermott. Yeah, McDermott, he's got, he's got like fast hands like Ruiz, built like Ruiz, that flabby belly, but his hands really good amateur as well. And he struggled against him, and he McDermott beat him. And and Tyson Fury to ever tell anyone that was just one of his hardest fights. Mm, yeah, but fight. that's it's yeah it's one of his hardest the, fights with someone but, that is not even I wouldn't even call them world world class. I mean, no, Joshua's, Joshua's been in the ring with Parker. He's been in the ring with Andy Ruiz twice. He's been in the ring with Alexander Povetkin, Pulev. Um, oh, man, he's Takam. He's been in the ring with like yeah, decent good boxers. Come on, he's that's that's why I say his resume is decent. I, I think Joshua's resume is a lot better than Fury's. I I, I do think Joshua fights whoever is there to to fight. I, I like that about Joshua. I, I don't know if it's... I know he hasn't bought himself out the contract, so you can only... It's like a record deal, isn't it? Like, and not unless you're a Mayweather and you buy yourself, you're told where to sing and who to sing to when you sign. And if you don't like it, then you lose your contract and lose your money. It's, it's, I think that's one thing about, uh, about boxing that people must realise. No matter what boxers say, they're told who they fight because they, they sign a contract. Yeah, but saying that as in the heavyweight division, he's had a, you know he's had thirty fights. Tyson Fury as a professional, you know he's got what, um, like seventy percent knockout. He's How many a... fights did Billy Joe? Didn't Billy Joe have quite a lot of fights with who? Yeah, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> Oh dear, dear. <laughs> it's all good. So as as we move swiftly on, let's talk a little bit about uh, UFC as well. UFC fight night uh, main event was uh, Rob Font versus Cody No Love Garbrandt. Um, you saw that fight. I, I saw that fight. That was a good fight, and that was that was a beautiful display of an MMA jab. I mean, what do you think about that, Farmer? Um, that fight there, because we're talking about boxing. That was one of the first times. I've seen for a while, probably only time to be honest. I can't recall I've seen a stand-up guy in the UFC who used the art of a jab properly, effectively and properly. And it was so effective that um, the, the, the bloke, Cody, the other side is a killer, as we know, couldn't nullify it, couldn't stop it. The jab was like a boxer. He was like, it, was, it felt like watching a boxer um like a hitman her uh, hitman hearns in that ring just jabbing away it was beautiful his jab was beautiful he kept the range kept the distance he knew he wasn't going to be you know um he, he kept the strengths of cody cody's strengths is wrestling between the two he kept him at bay and he used that jab and that i want people 
who, who do stand up to watch how it's done properly. I'm going to say it's probably one of the best jab displays in the UFC. That's I agree. I agree with that. I back, I back that 100%. I think that was a beautiful, beautiful display of the jab. And you're right. He he used his attributes. He had a like a six-inch uh, reach advantage, I believe, Rob Font had. And he used that brilliantly. His jab, you're absolutely right. The angles of the jab, the way it pumped out. He had a slow jab, a quick jab, medium pace. He had triple jabs, single jabs. It it was a beautiful, beautiful display of the jab. Like You're absolutely right, Farmer. That, that is... That is the art of the jab. And it, and it was used out of the boxing ring in the MMA and, and it worked perfectly. It really kept Cody on his heels. I mean, Rob Font threw 374 total strikes in that fight. 374 against Cody, who only threw 159 strikes. I mean, wow. significant strikes were like 365 significant strikes were thrown by Rob Font. 142 were only thrown by Cody. So you can, you can see there just by the stats alone, who had the most output and and um rub font was landing rub rub font landed more significant strikes than cody threw in total in in the whole damn fight imagine that like he landed 176 significant strikes and and out of all the total strikes that cody threw altogether i mean that's that's purposeful powerful significant shots and Cody, man, he's got one hell of a chin. I don't know if it was something to do with his beard. You know, maybe got a bit of bro cream <laughs> beard or something. I don't know, but mate, he's he was eating. He was eating a jab. He had jab for breakfast, jab for dinner, jab for lunch, jab for dessert. He, he just jab, jab, jab. It was beautiful, beautiful display. Uh, yeah, it's, it's as I said to you before, Coach T. Um, you know, I mean, I still like. Um, I wish there was two divisional. Championships in the UFC for three. I know I'm going to sound a bit off left wing here. Um, a three round and a five round, a five round for like getting for the world championships, like obviously what they're doing. But Cody is a three round fighter. I, yeah, I agree. Struggled in the five round. He he went hot and cold. He was dominated in the first two. He, 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 you know he, he was competitive, but you start to see his energy levels started to wane. And I just, I just don't feel this man's a five rounder, and 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 similar to like Conor McGregor, there's certain fighters, they can train all they can in the gym, but for some reason, that's why John Jones is a goat. Yeah, he he doesn't seem to struggle with a five. Mm. He goes into it's like boxing, isn't it? Round nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That is the tough championship round. Yep. At the pace, that's when you, you see who's a real champion. And that's what John Jones has got over many others, even over Khabib. Khabib struggled. He used to gas a little bit till he had to re readdress it. And John Jones had that over a lot of people. So, Cody, I wish there was a three-round world champion and a five-round. You with me? I know it's, I'm being hypothetical and a bit of a dream here. But yeah, yeah, but I think you make a, a great point there, Farmer. And once again, you, you planted a very good seed there, sir. You planted a very good seed in, and, and I think that's a very valid point. Some some of them are not some of them are built more for the sprint than than you yes. know than the marathon. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the Usain Bolts are the one, you know, two hundred, then you've got the um Rhodesia for the after that, then you've got um our boy, what's his name? Oh from London. Um what Mo? Mo Farah, that type of thing, you know, three, mm. the, the three, yeah, three different spaces. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, it's an interest really. Just have a three round tear up and a five round championship. 
you know, to see who's the best of the best. Um, that's that's what I'd like to see, but it will never happen. But yeah, unfortunately, you've got some fighters can do the five and some can do the th just three only. And I think Cody, unfortunately, he lays in that category because it is a tough, tough division to win, you know. Um, I think it's going to swap hands quite a bit out there because we've got Sterling, you've got the Russian lad, Jan. Now you've got this beast, mate. This guy, Rob Font, is he's going to take some beating. Yes, yeah, and I, I like the music he came out to as well. Welcome to Jam Rock. Yeah, man. Just come well, out Port, in the vibe. Our, our Puerto Rican brothers aren't far away from us, are they? Where Jamaicans True. are, Puerto Ricans are they're like our next door neighbors. You know what I mean? True. They don't they don't like we do when we take their women, but hey, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't like you still, you know that. You know that. No, 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 they don't like you still. <laughs> it's like, all good. And well, there you go, guys. I mean Boxing history has been made Slightly understated it's, it's a bittersweet moment for me personally As a boxing fan It's, it's a bit bittersweet for me It's sweet to witness um, Someone uh, accomplish what he's accomplished um, Josh Taylor It's amazing, amazing And that's why most of the show we were talking about What this man has accomplished in such a small period of time And it's uh, bitter That it just wasn't Televised or given the right respect That it needed to be um, I mean, you got any last few words about that farmer? Well, Coach T, not really. I think we've uh, covered all avenues um, on his accomplishment uh, this um, weekend just passed. So, and and there's not a lot we can really add. The only thing is, I'm going to repeat myself a little bit of a gripe. I think the British Board of Boxing and the, the British media should open their eyes a little bit and stop being a little bit prejudiced and lazy because um, this, if this was the America's Cup, if this was this was the Riders' Cup, if this was, a, um, I, don't, I don't know, something badminton, it'd be covered. You know, something something extraordinary has been done has not been covered. And that's the only little gripe. But in a good essence, he's going to be known now. He's written in history books. It can never take, be taken away from him. And um, it also, it gives British boxing is on a high. Uh, yeah, 100%. It's really important. British boxing is on a high. You know, we have got the only undisputed world champion on the planet. That's beautiful, mate. That really is. That really is. And there's still and the scary thing about it is there's more to come from this man, you know. More to He's come. not even peaked. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're talking all these garnered names, you know, the Lemachenkos, the Usyk's, the AJ's, the Tyson Furies, uh, the Errol Spences, the, the Crawfords. And you can go on and on. He's the only one who's the king. He is the king of boxing right now. Mm, undisputed, got got all the belts, all yeah. the belts, and he's active with it right now. And I think he's going to be a very hard man to beat. He really yeah. is. He really is, especially with that good trainer that, you know, Ben Davis. We've spoken about him already. He's had a bit of a hard time, Ben Davis. And you've alluded to, Farmer, even how, you know, people were saying what they were saying about Ben Davis. But, I mean, right now, the guy's got a vibe. Boxers like him. And if a boxer likes their trainer, then that makes harmony, man. That, that, that makes things much more effective <laughs> you know well, yeah and ben davis is now an innovator yeah and verticomers this keep fit guru has <laughs> transcended mm. the world sport so hopefully for you young um 
enthusiasts who've got hope, who've, who've got um, a skill set in training. Uh, don't listen to the old guard. Do what Ben Davis has done. He's gone out and done it his way, and he's opened up doors. So hopefully they'll be opening up more doors for people out there with that mindset. Sometimes we get draped in um, traditions, and traditions not always the way. So there is an avenue. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and Ben Davis has proven it's proven so. Yes, yes, very true. Well put, well put, Rico the farmer. Well put. I like the way you've you've left that lovely seed there for to be fertilizing in the young minds of upcoming uh coaches, fitness instructors, trainers, and just just people that just love the sport in general. You know, if you want to take part in the sport and things that you can do not just being a, a pugilistic um, combatant of the sport there's there's so many other different av avenues you can to enjoy the sweet science i've been your host coach t for punch touch podcast episode number 10 okay the first ever wow the first ever really really good talking to you farmer rico thank you once again for the time and the space with us all thanks Oh, thank you very much for having me yet again, Coach T. You've got a great platform and I hope uh, everybody else there listens to your platform. I think it's great insight. I remember my people, we're not, we're just ordinary guys in a pub having a pint and talking about the sport we like. There you go. That's it. That's it right there. So guys, thanks for tuning in to this, this great, great momentous episode. Really, really deserves all the respect he gets Josh Taylor for what he's accomplished. And remember, guys, if you want to accomplish something within yourself, you've got a fitness journey, some form of holistic weight loss journey, or you want to gain some muscle, or you just want to be the better version of yourself physically, which will also connect to you mentally, then check out www.secrettouchhealth.co.uk. That's www.secrettouchhealth.co.uk for all your online holistical wellness and fitness needs. I've been your host, Coach T. Be strong, be true, be you. Peace.